Welcome to Study, Grow, Know, where we discuss theology, prophecy, and current political issues from a conservative biblical perspective. Here's your host, Dr. Fred DeRuvo. Just because I want to, this particular article is about some pet peeves of mine. We all have them. They can drive us crazy. I'm simply going to list a few of mine that can drive me up a wall if I'm not careful. The first category is profits over people, or it's all about money. This particular pet peeve applies to many consumer products, like, for instance, a corporation that produces CPAP and ventilator machines, Philips Respironics. This is a huge one with me, as it may be with you as well, but it's very personal. There are so many examples out there today about corporations pushing for more profits while completely disregarding the safety of consumers. And as I said, this is a very personal one to me. A few years ago, I was using my Philips Respironics CPAP machine as usual, and I woke up one day to discover that there were tiny bits of black specks on the inside of my CPAP mask. I thought that was a bit odd, so I cleaned it thoroughly thinking, well, it must have been some anomaly in the air or something, and it got in my mask. Well, that night I used it again as usual. The next morning, I actually woke up to something tickling my nose. I removed my mask and found even more black specks, and some of the specks were larger than the night before. Well, this happened for about a week before I decided to do some searching, and I'm not quite sure why it took me a week. But anyway, I went to every handyman's go-to place, YouTube, to see if I could find a way to take the machine apart and look inside. I found a wonderful, very detailed video that went from start to finish on how to take the machine apart carefully, keep track of everything, and put it back together. So I followed along step by step, ensuring that I was doing everything properly according to the video. Well, when I got the machine opened up, I saw something that was really pretty alarming to me. The black foam insulation that Philips Respironics used to mitigate the rattling noise that sometimes occurred with these CPAP machines and ventilators, which kept patients awake at night, had seriously broken down. It was crumbling. Moreover, the particles and the black foam pieces that broke down had gathered right near where the air is sent through the tube from the machine to the hose, to my mask, to my lungs. So I removed the foam completely from the machine and thoroughly cleaned the inside of it before putting it back together. When I used it that night, I woke up to find absolutely zero black speck residue uh, pieces inside my mask. So for me, the problem seemed to be solved. However, as time went on, I thought about it and I wondered if there was anything that Phillips had to say. So I went to their site and began searching. Turns out they had issued a recall. I believe this was in uh, April 2021. So I submitted my name and information. And in the meantime, I continued using that same CPAP machine because the problem of the foam breaking down and getting caught and blown through the tube into my mask into my lungs no longer existed. Well, to get to the point, Phillips eventually replaced my machine with a DreamStation bipad, and a bipad is one that automatically provides more air pressure or less, depending on how the patient is breathing. It can sense it, which they said had been completely updated with a different type of foam, the type of foam that other manufacturers like ResMed, for instance, had always used. However, since my Philips machine was getting old, I had already gone to my doctor to obtain a prescription for a new model. 
and the one I received was this time made by ResMed, not Philips. None of their machines had been recalled because they always used much better, safer foam in their products. So the chances of uh, them breaking the foam breaking down was pretty much non-existent. However, as noted in an article I've got linked in the transcript from Children's Health Defense, it is unfortunately extremely clear to me and many people that in spite of warning signals from technicians who were employed at Philips at the time and the inherent dangers of using that particular foam they chose to use, it was a completely different uh, chemical makeup than the other types of safer foam. Well, the company ignored all of those warnings for several years and they continued to push their products. So when CV hit in 2020, People were in desperate need of ventilators and breathing machines. So Philips stepped up with a huge campaign in spite of the fact that they had already received a few thousand reports indicating that the foam being used was breaking down and people were inhaling it. This caused many types of injuries, including throat cancers. Lawsuits ensued and finally Phillips had to acknowledge the problem. Interestingly, they also had kept negative reports and other pertinent data information from the FDA. Otherwise, it's likely that the FDA would have forced a recall. So COVID hits in 2020, and there's a chance for Phillips to make millions, which they did. Now, again, this is in spite of the fact that they knew the machines posed a very serious health problem for thousands and thousands of people, young, old, and even military veterans. They kept pushing out machines and making more money while people were continually being harmed, increasingly. So Phillips also tried to blame the way when they finally began admitting this, they tried to blame the way patients clean their machines using what is called ozone. This makes no sense. And it proves the company was grasping at straws, but apparently they were, are not, to this day, willing to accept full and total blame. Quote, over the course of 2020, operating profits from ventilators, CPAP machines, and other devices soared to about $800 million, more than double what they were the year before, according to reports by Philips' parent company. Unquote. Now, Philips has paid out millions already to consumers via lawsuits. So what did they actually gain? They lost a great deal of consumer confidence. I will never use another Philips CPAP machine and other people I'm reading will not either. So they, they hid all the problems so that they could gain millions and millions of dollars at the expense of people's health. Some people developed cancers. Some people got so sick that they could not see straight. They didn't know what was going on because the foam as it broke down in those Philips machines created a chemical called phenol, which people breathed, which can affect your lungs, it can affect your throat, it can affect your brain. And Philips knew of these, these problems, but ignored it. Now, it's similar in my mind to what Pfizer, Moderna, and other pharma companies have done. They hid negative data about the CV jab from government agencies. And beyond this, there are now very serious rumors that what Pfizer actually tested or studied when they did clinical studies. 
and the serum they officially used in the jab are two different things. It's all about profits over people, making as much money as possible. Now, I realize companies are in business to make money, and I certainly don't object to that. I find no fault with it. It's the way it is. However, when products threaten people's health and safety, but the company continues to act as though nothing is wrong with their products, something is seriously wrong, and it is happening too much in society today. That's pet peeve number one, profits over people. The second category, my second pet peeve, liars. This is another pet peeve, and it's not just liars, it's accomplished liars. These people like when their mouths are moving, or they lie when their mouths are moving. They like it, but they they lie. Whenever their mouths are moving, they're lying. It doesn't matter what they talk about either, since their consciences have been thoroughly seared. They can tell the most ridiculous, bold-faced lies with a complete straight face and eyes that don't give them away. Why? Because they've conned themselves into thinking that lies are necessary to get the average person to do what they want them to do. Now, we usually hear politicians lying. We've come to accept that. We know that that's part and parcel of being a politician, speaking out of both sides of your mouth, couching verbiage so that you're not quite sure what they're saying. That's normal. And we've come to accept it. It's still wrong. But within the past past few decades, the media has become well-versed at lying as men has have many in the public face. They all lie because they believe the method of lying is favorable to them to bring about the intended results of those lies. And the situation with CV is a great example. During that period, we had government talking heads telling us that the jab would be 95% effective. I specifically remember Fauci saying that in a press conference. 95%, that's that's what he used. That was the number. It wasn't. And in fact, that number was missed by a huge margin. We were also told that if everyone vaxxed up, then the problem would be solved. It would eliminate COVID. Now we're learning that people who have taken three or more jabs are more prone to become infected with new variants, not the people who are unvaxxed. The lie that is most favorite for me, though, is when all the famous and well-known people told us that we should just get the jab because it worked and forget your freedom. Do it. For the love of people. Now, many of them are either ignoring what they said, as if they never said it, which is another lie, or they're saying they never said that, a bold-faced lie, because they're on video saying it, or they tweeted it out and somebody copied their uh, tweet. For all posterity, there have been all manner of lies related to CV, and it would take a book or two to list them all. Now, of course, the liar category wouldn't be complete without all the liars within Christendom who give us all kinds of words of quote-unquote wisdom that turns out to be less than nothing and most of the time harmful to those who hear and embrace what is said because it opposes God's word. We call them false prophets or false teachers, and the word false is used for a reason. It's because what they are saying is almost always false. Now, sometimes they'll say something that resembles truth, and occasionally they'll luck out and say something that is actually truthful. However, most of the time, they're spreading hot air in God's name, falsities, and deceiving many people by their delusions. The Bible is very clear about lying and liars in too many places throughout Scripture to count. Christians need to be above lies all the time. In fact, we should lovingly call out lies. That's difficult to do, but it is profitable because it may turn someone who has been captured by lies away from those lies to truth. 
when we do not call out lies and liars, and again, lovingly, we end up supporting them with our silence. Now, of course, it's worse for those who willingly support liars, because as someone has pointed out, if they're not, if not for their supporters, they would have zero support. And in this day and age, liars need to be silenced with the only thing that'll do it. Truth. Okay, that's my second pet peeve. My third, wokeness. Ah, what a huge category that is. It's, it's pretty much taken over the planet. Of course, wokeness is nearly synonymous with lies and liars because at its foundation, wokeness cannot exist without the lies that prop it up or buoy it up. There are too many examples of wokeness to list here, but let me end with just a couple. The lies surrounding the full court press for more gun control are too obvious to thinking people. There are people who are stupid enough to believe that by outlawing all guns, society would be much safer. Of course, these people also likely believe that the 98 electric vehicle chargers at a Kalinga, California charging station, which happens to be the biggest in the world, powers cars from solar energy. When in point of fact, those particular EV chargers require diesel generators. Let me just read something here. Um, there is a picture, a meme I included in this particular article or audio, and you can see it in the transcript, but there's a picture of a woman holding up this sign that says, I dream women will one day have the same rights as guns. And then on the side, someone added this. Uh, she wants you to pay a fee to the state before you take your woman outside of your house. She wants some women banned simply because they look too scary. She wants women banned from all airports. She wants women to be locked up at all times when not in use. Such misogyny. Now, those are the kinds of things that apply to guns. There are places you cannot take a gun, even when you have a, a concealed, legal concealed carry permit. You can't take it to an airport through a screening. You can't take it to a school. You can't take it to many places, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Some places have more uh, laws on the books against guns or gun for gun control than other places. But her her basic meme here is so stupid, it's not even on point. But she thinks it's wonderful. It's not. Gun control has been repeatedly proven to not work, but it doesn't matter. Globalists want guns gone so there will be no pushback from average citizens. They don't want anyone possibly organizing or overthrowing them. Notice that the J6, the January 6th fiasco, was classified as an attempted insurrection. What a joke, because the only people who had guns were LEOs. So these people who justify arresting and imprisoning people who went to the Capitol on January 6th with no weapons and are in solitary confinement for months on end without trial will tell you that an insurrection could not happen because the government has tanks and nuclear bombs, yet they'll argue that a group of unarmed people tried to overthrow the federal government on January 6th. It makes no sense, but that's wokeness. It creates stupidity and insanity. And then we've got transgenderism, which argues that genitalia does not actually indicate gender at all. Yet removing gender or genitalia apparently does, right? So you can remove your genitalia and that will supposedly change your gender. But 
when you're born with a specific gender, that doesn't really actually indicate gender at all. It makes zero sense because it's built on a lie. Genitalia is the result of the body's specific set of chromosomes. XX for female, XY for male. The person's chromosomes determine genitalia and other characteristics for that gender. Removing genitalia does not change chromosomes. Therefore, gender has not been scientifically altered. Capiche, that's Italian for understand, but to the point, wokeness creates idiocy. In fact, it creates an idiocracy where people simply stop thinking and repeat as mantras the memes given to them by others within wokeness circles, regardless of how little sense any of it makes or how it actually stands against confirmed science. They don't want you talking about chromosomes. They tell you that's not real science. It has been forever. Now, all of a sudden, it's not. Wokeness is a house built on sand. It cannot stand, and it will eventually fall. There's nothing truthful in the entire area or category of wokeness. Not one thing. Everything promoted through wokeness is based on some type of lie. And lies will always eventually be seen for what they are. Lies. Well, these are three of my pet peeves. Three. Profits over people, lies and liars, and wokeness. I've got more, as I'm sure you do as well. The only thing we can reasonably do against most of the pet peeves we have is to recognize them when we see them and do what we can to circumvent them and help others to be released from their persuasion. Now, it may not work, but just because it doesn't work doesn't mean we shouldn't try. To think otherwise means that we shouldn't continue spreading the gospel because, well, no one's going to accept that. No one's going to see the truth of Jesus is and what he's accomplished for us. So why bother telling people about the gospel? Well, we need to keep doing it. And so when we do it, there may be one person who will start thinking about it, one person who will see the truth. And that's what it's about. And I think that's the same with the lies the pet peeves that we have help people escape from being bound by their lies. Nope. We need to remain on the side of truth and we cannot shrink from spreading it all the time, not just in word, but in our life as well. Thanks so much for joining me today. And I pray until we meet again, God would open your eyes and show you how blessed you are in him. You've been listening to Study, Grow, Know with Dr. Fred DeRuvo. Please join us each week for new broadcasts that deal with theology, prophecy, and political issues from a biblical, conservative perspective. 